to talk sports with Daryl and Sam. Welcome to Sports Info UM featuring Daryl Oliver and Sam Sword. These guys know the sport like nobody else. From former players to coaches to the great figures of the NFL, you'll get the inside scoop on what's going down today in football and other sports. Now, here's Daryl and Sam. And welcome to Sports Info UM. Hey, you just got Daryl rolling his solo. But it's a whole lot going on in the world of sports. You know, hey, it's basketball season. It's baseball season right around the corner. But we're always talking about football here at Sports Info UM. And we're always giving a shout-out to the University of Miami. You know, it's a big question about where this kid Braxton Barrios is going to go in this year's NFL Combine. You know, Braxton has been, very, has been a very talented receiver at the University of Miami for some years. But... He's undersized, a lot of speed, and a whole lot of heart. So if you're judging anybody by their heart, he'd probably be a first-round pick for a lot of people. Hey, we got Scott on the line, and I know what Scott want to talk about, University of Miami and University of Miami football. What's going on, Scott? Not much, Daryl. How you doing? Hey, man, I'm loving life, loving it. What's happening with you? Yeah, I'm just uh, thinking about um – Barrios, uh, you know, you said it right with the uh, heart. He's, uh, there ain't many of them that's got heart like him. The man w- was uh, consistent for several years for, uh, for uh, the youth. And, uh, I mean, to, to see, I, could, I wouldn't uh, doubt him going in the first round if they went by heart because uh, he'd be up there for sure. Oh, without question, and, um, you know, it, he, he's a great route runner. Um, you know, he, he goes and gets the ball. Uh, he's one of those guys, you, if you put a target on him, he's going to bring it down for you. You know, you throw him eight balls, you can almost guarantee he's going to catch seven of them and, my, and more than likely going to catch all eight of them. He has some sure hands. Uh, I think he's going to be a dynamic player um, in the pros. I really do. I think somebody's going to take a chance on it. He might, he might even last to the third or fourth round, maybe even a little lower. But I really think he's going to make a big difference for uh, whoever he plays for in the NFL. Yeah, and, you know, there's a lot of receivers like him that, that, uh, that uh, pan out to have, a, you know, a good career and all in the NFL. And, uh, you know, if he, if he has any consistency like he did uh, for the U, I mean, he's definitely going to uh, uh, be in the league for a while. Uh, the the guy, I mean, he, I I just think about try to think about anybody that was more consistent, but no one was as consistent as, as him. I mean, in the last uh, three years, he, he was definitely uh, consistent. There, there's no doubt, no one was more consistent than him, and and, um, it, and I pro- I dare to say that there wasn't a bigger playmaker for the Hurricanes in the last two years than um, than yeah. Barrios. And and um, I'm telling you, the kid was a big playmaker, and we are truly going to miss his consistency at the University of Miami. We'll talk a lot about about the players that are um, that are coming in and how how many wide receivers Miami is going to have in the next couple of years. But I'm gonna tell you, man, uh, I, I I'd beg to differ if we're going to find anybody that's going to be a, a um, 
a better recruit, a better, um, a co- more consistent player than uh, than Barrios. Yeah, and with what we coming got coming in, uh, I'm all I can do is hope hope that two of them, uh, at, at least two of them, pan out to be uh, somewhat close to him. I mean, uh, we got some good receivers coming in. I tell you what, our recruits period, you know. Uh, and every day you're here, I'm hearing more and more news about whether, you know, more recruits jumping on board. I mean, I'm telling you, in the next, uh, I, I, this coming year, I could see us being in the playoffs. Uh, uh, and if not, playing for a championship in the next two to three years. And I'm not talking about a ACC championship either. I, I, I'm telling you, I see it. Uh, hey, I, I I feel you, Scott, and um, and, and I'm not I'm not turning down nothing you're saying. I'm just saying, man, I I I really feel it. I I said it last year, and uh, I really think we're um, two years ahead of schedule. And and if we yeah, can keep yeah. on at the rate we're going right now, hey, we we could be in that Final Four next year. We were just, you know, we we were just two games away this year. You know, and yeah. and honestly, some people will say we were one game away from being in the um in the championship. So right, I think yeah. I think it's some I think it's some room. I know it's room for improvement, but I, I think Mark Rick is going to uh, see the holes that need to be patched and uh and make some adjustments. I just really think yeah. he is. Yeah. What do you think about the new defensive line coach? I I, I don't know much about him. Uh. Uh. You, you think he's uh, uh, going to step up and 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 fill fill those shoes that uh, Coach K left? You know, um, I, I I really think so. And uh, from my understanding, um, Mark Wick brought him in because of um, because of his his recruiting and his uh, ability to. To, to fill that that void that I think we may have with recruiting in Georgia, and some people will say, "Well, how can you say that, Darrell? Well, Mark Rick coached at at the University of Georgia for so long, and I think that's that's another reason." Um, I, um, this coach Greg Kalagawinski is um uh, is is going to be at the program. Well, well he's a coach that I left. I read, uh, you know, what he did in high school uh, was is. Uh, coaching in the high school school uh, uh, was, I mean, his numbers have been great. And, you know, being around uh, high school football, I mean, that right there helps uh, with your recruiting and all, especially in, you know, him from Georgia. Uh, I could see it. And one thing about it, Mark Rick, like you just said a minute, he, there's a reason he hired him. And Mark Rick ain't just going to go pick up anybody, you know. Right, exactly. There, and this guy's name Mark. is um, his name is Jess Jess Simpson, um, Scott. And um, you know he's he's been around the University of Georgia for what I understand. He's a he's a legend in high school football in the state of Georgia. Won a couple state championships there, and uh, so I, I think it's uh, I think his name notoriety is is a big deal. In, um, in in football in Georgia, it's twelve years in in the state of Georgia as a high school coach, one hundred and sixty four and twelve, um, ninety uh, nine thirty two winning percentage. That's that's a big deal 
Um, so I think people know him. Um, he's going to help us get some of the top recruits from Georgia. And Mark knows what he's doing. He's a smart man. He's like most that's, most most coaches. They they don't play by the minute. They play ten and twenty minutes, three and four weeks ahead of time, a year ahead of time. That's what he's planning for. And I think that's what um, Coach Simpson is going to bring to the program some stability yeah, I, down. The I wasn't road. sure because there's was other names uh, uh, thrown out there, but. Uh, and whenever I heard this name, I hadn't heard it. But whenever I read his credentials, I was like, "Wow, that, that's uh, that's uh, pretty good there." Uh, and, it, and it is, I, like you say, Mark knows what he's doing. He he he's got a, uh, his chemistry that he's putting together there, and, and uh, that's what he's doing. I have faith in it. I got a lot of faith in this guy, and uh, I, I mean. Like I said, I think this guy is, is a big part of uh, of the University of Miami Miami's future in recruiting. And um, hey, but I, I'm, what do you think about you know? Before we let you get out of here, what do you think about this quarterback situation uh, at the University of Miami? You know, Malik Rozier is coming back. Uh, Canarsie Perry is uh, is a redshirt freshman coming into this season. Spring football is right around the corner in April. Um, a lot of things has happened. A lot of there's a report now that Malik Rozier had a shoulder injury late in the season last year. Is why he didn't complete passes that we a lot of people thought he should have completed. So, um, what, what how, what's your feeling on this situation at quarterback I, I at you, University? I, I, my, my whole thoughts is you open up the competition. Uh, Rozier may have uh, uh, you know played well and may have not have played well because of. Cho- well, it's time to step up. Uh, every position should be open. And uh, there ain't nothing better than, you know, making a, a challenge for everybody. And you, you're you going to play the best man. Uh, that's what's going to win uh, win us championships is you, you – you know, a lot of teams uh, uh, do that. They, they'll they have a, 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 a quarterback. They'll have a good year, and then the next year he'll fall off. And that, But they stick with him. I mean, I want to tell you how I feel. I feel we've been down for so long. We need to, uh, the best one in there that's going to get get us uh, get us to the championship. Or you know, that's my my beliefs. Hey, uh, I don't. I, uh, I think it should all be a competition, and it should all be open. All right. Hey, Scott, we appreciate you, man. Don't be a stranger. We're here every Monday night talking sports sports from around the world and sports about University of Miami and all colleges around the United States. Hey, guys, don't be a stranger. Scott, come back and holler at us next week and the week after that. We're here every week. Hey, guys, we'll take a quick commercial break, and when we get back, We'll talk a little bit more about what's happening in the world of sports and what's going on in the NBA and the NFL. We'll be back right after these messages. Your internet flagship station for sports. Voice America Sports. Get ready for the Get Down with Hurley Brown. Want to get inside of the minds of the players and coaches? We'll talk everything sports, but with a focus on the NFL, NBA, and college football. We'll review and preview the week's big games. We'll talk about the draft choices and free agents and go inside the teams for news, recruiting, and what's next from the colleges to the pro teams. It's the Get Down with Hurley Brown. 
Tuesdays at 3 p.m. Eastern Time, 12 noon Pacific, on Voice America Sports. If you're looking for more information on firearms and the shooting sports, check out Taking Stock with Kelly McMillan. Kelly is the owner of McMillan Fiberglass Stocks with over 40 years of experience. Now he's ready to share some industry luminaries and their perspectives with you. If you're interested in firearms, whether it be for shooting, for fun, competition, hunting, or self-defense, Kelly is here to share his wisdom and experience. Listen live for Taking Stock with Kelly McMillan, Fridays at 11 a.m. Pacific Time, 2 p.m. Eastern Time, on the Voice America Sports Channel. This week on The Revolution with Jim and Trav, we're talking pig pursuits. With few season restrictions, generous bag limits, and plenty of opportunities, hunters never tire of burning some bacon. Joining us is Fred Eichler of Predator Nation, Hal Schaefer from Greg Zipadelli's Drop Zone, and Jerry Courtney, VP of Marketing for Ranch Hand. It's presented by Outdoor Channel, Sportsman Channel, World Fishing Network, and My Outdoor TV. Friday afternoons at 1 Pacific Time on the Voice America Sports Channel. Follow us on Twitter at VoiceAmericaTRN. Get the lowdown on guests, new shows, and your favorites. That's VoiceAmericaTRN. You're tuned in to Sports Info UM with Daryl and Sam. Call us today at 888 346 9144. That's 888-346-9144. Or send us an email at sportsinfoum3793 at gmail.com. Now, back to the show. And welcome back to Sports Info UM. Hey, hey, you know, Kirk Cousins is like, he's in like la-la land right now. You know what I'm saying? He's looking at this thing saying, I'm getting ready to get $100 plus million plus And I'm pretty much able to say I'll go to who I want to go to. Maybe I'll go to the Vikings. I definitely won't be going to the New York Jets. I might go to the Denver Broncos, but I probably definitely won't be going down there to see the Miami Dolphins. Man, Kirk Cousins is living it up. And no matter where he goes, he's probably going to be, he's going to get a hundred plus million dollars and he's probably going to get at least 30 Forty million up front, guaranteed. Wow, man, that's got to be nice. That got to be nice. And I know he's got to be walking around a little scared every once in a while. Scared to go outside. Something thinking something may happen to him, or just scared to just scared he might slip on a banana peel because it hurt his ankle or something. Man, guaranteed to cash in a lottery ticket in the next couple of weeks. Of a hundred million dollars. Hey, we got Vince on the line. Vince, what's happening? Yeah, what's happening? Hey, we're doing good. What's happening down there in Fort Lickerdale, Vince? Yep, I'll let you, brother. How you been? Hey, been good, man. Been real good. You know, uh, you know the, the the Washington Redskins quarterback, Kirk Cousins, he told the Miami Dolphins, don't even think about it. Don't even think about it. He is definitely not coming down there to Miami to play play for the Miami Dolphins, man. Do Can you blame, blame the man? Do you blame him? No, I don't blame him. If, if you blame him, if he come, then they got they got Kirk, they got um, Cutler, then they got um, Tannehill coming right. Then they already don't let Matt Moore play as much. He want to play. Then if Kirk Cousin come, he fighting four Harvards. It's a four quarterback. And then, which he, they want him to take a pay cut. Uh, do you blame? No, I don't blame. Him. I don't want to come this way. Man. I don't want to do 
And what do you think about the Dolphins? Actually, you know, you, you got rid of Jay Ajayi last year. Probably the best player. One of the best players on that team. And look like they're trying to shop Jarvis Landry around. Definitely the best yeah. wide receiver. And one of the best wide receivers in the National Football League. How can the Dolphins even consider shopping him around? What are y'all doing down there? Y'all turning it into a farm league, man. You're just preparing players for, for other teams. Hey, that's how Dolphins run their system. That's why they ain't been with it for the last 25 years. They, the players from University of Miami right, right next door to their house, they don't even draft none of them. You got to go anywhere else. And then when they do get talent, they send their best player away to somewhere else because they don't want to play them, and then them be the same boy come out and win the Super Bowl. And we're glad to get away from you. I don't understand that system. I, I, I don't either. You know what I mean? I, and then they and they got lordy fans. The fans lordy. It's just the idea that their staff is just cool. And they ain't cool. And they know they ain't cool. Yeah. You know what? They're going to be sad because, you know what? They finna start a new soccer going on down here. We're back them. And when all their fans drift over to the soccer, then they're going to be mad. And they're going to wonder why. A, they they ain't got no fans coming to the football stadium. You know, because um, Beckham is sort of like that Miami kind of lifestyle. You know what I mean? Hey, he's he's he's, he's, he's yeah he 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 kind of has that Miami flair about him. You know what I mean? If he's if he's bringing it, it's gonna be big. And I can only imagine if he's bringing the MLS to Miami, um, that's gonna be big. And I don't I, I, who knows where they're gonna play at, but I'm sure he'll probably have his own they stadium. Play, uh, and, they don't play at um um right by the Reno. Oh, okay. From the arena. They, they play in the overtime. Okay, wow. 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 I didn't know they had a stadium. Okay. Well, I'll tell you, Overtown is not the Overtown of the 1980s. Um, you go down to Overtown now, you'll see um, uh, you'll see uh, Cartier and Fendi and Louis and Calvin Klein. And, and Calvin Klein will be a low-name brand down in that area now. It's just not the same as it used to be. And um, they call that. I can't think of the name of the area that they call it. But they call it something else now. Hey, Vince, man, we got to get out of here, man. The Pokemon. Po- that's <laughs> <laughs> what they used to call it. They used to call it the project. But you'd be surprised, man. The, uh, those projects are not what they look like. Used to, what they used to look like. They look a whole lot different now, man. Miami is different. The culture is different. The lifestyle is different. The city is beautiful, man. I mean, and it's expensive. And don't get it twisted. It's, it's very expensive. It's like living in New York now. Hey, Vince, hey, don't be a strange, man. We're here every Monday night. We'll give you, and, and please, give us a call, man. We love talking to you. If we didn't, we wouldn't let you come okay. I appreciate you, Vince. Okay. Like I'm back on the track now. I'll All right, buddy. You, buddy. Okay. Take care of yourself. You right. Okay. You know, we were talking about uh, the Miami Dolphins um, possibly looking to trade Jarvis Landry. I find that difficult because, you know, what, what is this team doing? You know, do they really, really want to win? Um, I, I, I don't I don't get that. Uh, but maybe, maybe they are just wanting to be a farm team. Or maybe they want a team that's going to be not controversial. You know, maybe maybe they thought that uh, that it was a little con- – that Jarvis Landry is a controversial player. And if he is, then maybe – they don't want that kind of player around them, you know, but I've never had a team. I've never been around a team that 
didn't have someone that's going to stir the pot. You know, I mean, I'm not going to call no names with some of the guys I played with, but it was some guys I played with that stirred the pot, man, and you knew that. And don't let them have two beers. They really start stirring the pot. So I'm just saying, you know, it's it's, it's a little different. But, you know, um, Teddy Bridgewater, Minnesota Vikings quarterback who suffered a horrific knee injury two years ago, um, is now mended, came back last year, um, dressed with the team. Um, but, you know, the Vikings just can't have that many quarterbacks on their staff. And right now I think they have like four. They have uh, Sam Bradford, um, Teddy Bridgewater. Um, they're actually considering Kirk Cousins. And um, I can't think of their other quarterback's name right now. But um, they they have three quarterbacks that they're paying. And Teddy Bridgewater would probably be expendable. Sam Bradford is probably definitely going to be leaving because his price tag is just too high. And Sam Bradford has just not been a very durable, durable player since he's been in the league. So Teddy Bridgewater, it's a possibility that he's going to get a look in free agency. You know, um, I it wouldn't surprise me if he comes out and have a, a, a outstanding season next year. Because sometimes when you're away from the game, you get a chance to see things differently. And you get a chance to analyze things from a different perspective. And you come back and you play better because you're not thinking as much. Now you're just really you can you can see things slower. And I really think that Teddy Bridgewater could come back and um and have a, a real good season with the Jets if they can protect him because he's a quarterback that is going to need a little bit of extra protection just because he is coming from uh, coming from a knee injury. And, and we all, not everyone, but you, when you come from a, a serious injury like that, you don't need to know that your backside is not going to always be protected. So I'm sure he's going to take a look at that wherever he decides to go and play quarterback. What does this offensive line look look like? You know, I I really think um, I, I think the Jets could possibly be a good good landing spot for him. I think Ty Bowles is a is an up and coming coach who's really going to make a who's making a difference in the NFL. And I think he really got the most out of this team last year. I really think he got the most out of this team. And I'm talking about the New York Jets. Uh, so the thing that you know. Todd Bowles, Teddy Bridgewater, the solid defense. Um, I think this team could do some things. I, I I really do. And that other quarterback on the on the on um on the Vikings roster is um is Case Keenan. Now we we keep hearing this guy AJ McCarron, the minute the the, new, the Cincinnati Bengals backup quarterback who has been allowed to be able to pursue free agency this year. And we hear his name called a lot about uh, one of the top quarterbacks that co- could go in free agency. Well, I'm going to tell you something. A.J. Green's body of work is nothing compared to Teddy Bridgewater. And the only thing we could say about uh, Teddy Bridgewater is that he's he's coming off of an injury. That might be a, the the thing that slows him down or a thing that made people take a, a second look at him. But AJ McCarron has no experience. I mean, this this he he really has not his he hasn't shown us anything um in his in his um in his career. He's only played in 11 games and most of that was in backup duty. Um so 
you know, uh, he's, he's only thrown for 920 yards in his career. So I don't think that's um, – those are the kind of numbers that we're looking at and saying that this guy is, is the person that's going to uh, that's gonna take – take a team somewhere. He's still basically in his, in his, in, in the rookie stages of his game. And Teddy Bridgewater, he's playing, played in 30 NFL games. So I think that's a big difference. Um, and he's thrown for 6,150 yards, you know, in 30 NFL games, he's thrown for 6,000 150 yards. So, you know, Teddy Bridgewater has, uh, and, and, and we got to think, you know, he started as a rookie, so some of those games are really still trying to feel his way through the uh, through the league. So I think Teddy Bridgewater, in my opinion, would be a much much better um, person to take on a, a NFL franchise than uh, AJ McCarron. And I say that because um, because of his experience. And and hey, he Teddy Bridgewater came from a. a, a Top-notch program at Louisville. You know, A.J. McCarron won a national championship with Alabama. But um, I think Teddy Bridgewater is is, is a, a a very competitive and would be a good selection for anybody. And, hey, he's from Miami. I don't see why the Dolphins are definitely not taking a look at him. I think between Teddy Bridgewater and Tannehill, um, they would – that could be some good competition, and they're kind of similar quarterbacks. I think Tannehill runs the ball a little bit more than than uh, Teddy Bridgewater. Bridgewater is more of a of a solid stand in the pocket kind of quarterback. You know, there's a story out there about Nick Foles that um, the Philadelphia Eagles are seeking a first round pick for Nick Foles. Now, I could see um, I I could see someone giving up a first round pick for Nick Foles, but it would. It, I don't, you know, I don't, I, I, I say that, but I don't know if I really mean it. You know, Nick Foles, some people are going to say he's a one-hit wonder. I wouldn't say that. I think Nick Foles had, I would more or less call him a, a, a NFL journeyman more than a one-hit wonder. Um, Nick Foles has had a, had a pretty good career in the NFL, but, when you win the Super Bowl, that takes your game to another level. I would have to say he's he has to be a, a wanted commodity in the NFL. But is he first round wanted commodity? Is he really first round wanted commodity? I don't know. I, 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 I you know, and 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 you look at a team say like like Denver Broncos, who was just at a Super Bowl a couple of years ago, three years ago, I think it was with. Um, with uh, with Peyton Manning, you know, here's here's a team that was in the Super Bowl with a superstar quarterback. They lose a superstar quarterback, and the team literally turns into nothing. So, could they bring in a person like Nick Foles, give up a first round pick, and go right back to the status that they were when they had Peyton Manning and the outstanding defense? Because I still think the defense is there, and the defense is legit. You know, Von Miller is not going anywhere. They still have a solid defense. But the, the position of quarterback has been so shaky and unstable at Denver since Peyton Manning left. Somebody like Nick Foles could come in there and really make a big difference in, um, and, 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 and do some big things. So I could, I could easily see Nick Foles coming into, um, 
coming into a position, coming in, coming in playing right away for the Denver Broncos and making a big impact on that team. So that's not going to surprise me if, if we see uh, the Denver Broncos take on Nick Foles. But when we talk about this guy, A.J. McCarron, you know, a lot of people saying he's he, he is a free agent, one of the top free agents, but where will it, where will he land? I, that's 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 a big question. Where will he land? With being a backup in Cincinnati for all those years, for the last three years, uh, behind Andy Dalton, not getting a lot of playing time, it's yeah, it's it's you know, I don't think he. I just I, like I said earlier, I just don't think he has a um, has the body of work to to be crying out for a big payday in the um, in the NFL. Now, Le'Veon Bell, you know, this guy, honestly, uh, he's he's a workhorse for the Pittsburgh Steelers, has been for a long time. And here he is, you know, um, they still don't want to give him a contract. He's going to get the franchise tag this year. And I guess he can't complain too much about being, being franchised with the Pittsburgh Steelers because that's a guarantee, $14.5 million. Now, well, some people say, yeah, that's a lot of money. He should be happy with a $14.5 million guarantee. Which would you rather have? A $50 million contract with a $20 million signing bonus and $30 million for the next four years or $14 million guarantee? I think I'd take the $50 million, $50 million contract with a $20 million signing bonus and a $30 million for the next four years. I think I'd take that. And, and, and you know, and it's almost like the Pittsburgh Steelers are toying with this man, and uh, it's it's not fair. They They really should let him go and let him have what he wants. You know, I think if if they don't want to pay him, if they don't want to give him a legitimate contract, and I mean four years, five years, because running backs don't last a long time in the National Football League, and you know he's 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 been there a while, but we all know um, running backs don't last in in the National Football League. You know, so Le'Veon Bell, um, I I think. I think he deserves what he should be getting, and that that would be the um, the comparable. Uh, he should he should be getting comparable to the highest paid running back in the league. And right now he's 26 years old. He only has maybe one more contract. This this is probably his last contract in the National Football League. At 26 years old. If he can get four more good years out of out of out of out of his body, I think that'd be a great thing, and that would mean he has to be considering the fifty million, twenty million dollars guarantee. He probably even would take less, forty million, twenty million up front, and twenty million for the next three years, so or four years. So I I can't blame him. And who's to say he's going to agree to the um, to the franchise tag? Um, I, I don't know if I would if I was him, because you know that's 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 putting yourself in a in, in almost in a bind per se. Because if he accepts the franchise tag, uh, 
Come on. Next year, what are they going to do? They could do the same thing again to him, and I don't think that's fair. I, I really don't think that'd be fair to um, to Le'Veon Bell. Yep. You know, um, you know Alden Smith. You know, Alden Smith is a defensive tackle for defensive end for the Oakland Raiders, who's been suspended uh, for uh, over a year. Uh, for all kinds of situations. Uh, he had some legal issues. He's had some uh, substance abuse issues. Well, now he's in the paper again. He's in the news again for a possible domestic violence um, situation. You know, um, Alden Smith, is he, he appears to be one of these guys that has some situations going on. And he's one of these people that you hear people say, uh, take advantage of our counseling and uh, take advantage of, of our evaluations. And a lot of people just don't take advantage of evaluations and counseling until it's too late. You know, some people have to be forced to go into counseling or go into um, evaluations. And, and, and that's just, that's, that's just not good. You know, Ryan Shazier, the, um, the, um, Pittsburgh Steelers linebacker who was paralyzed um, during a game uh, in the uh, uh, in the last season with the Pittsburgh Steelers uh, will be an honorary captain at the Ohio State spring football game. And <laughs> that Ohio State spring football game, they have like 80,000 people there. So I'm sure they may even have more than that. Um, they may even have more than that. For for this game, with Shazier being a um, being an honorary captain, and we got Damon on the line. Damon, what's going on? Damon, you with us? Hey, what's up, Daryl? Hey, man, loving life, man. What's happening with you? Not a whole lot, man. Just getting ready to loosen up a little bit. Hey, I hear you. Hey, what you think about that? Um, you know this FSU football. It's sounding good right now. Everybody's uh, on board, but I'm waiting to see the uh, quarterback competition that they got. Yeah, that's going to be very interesting. Um, I mean, really, you know, you got a kid that played a lot last year, and uh, but you got um, uh, DeAndre Francois, who's your starting quarterback. Uh, before James Blackman came in and 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 did a did an admirable job for the uh, for Florida State, took them to a bowl game. Won y'all they won their bowl game as well. But you know, it's unfortunate. That's how um that's how the business operates. You know, somebody come along like I'm gonna give you an example. Not not this one, but with uh, Drew Drew Bledsoe and Tom Brady. That's how he got his uh, starting job, but. It's similar, sort of the same thing, man. But I, I hope they have a true quarterback uh, competition versus just handing the man the job. So you you you're saying that um, um, Francois should not be just handed a job. You saying that Blackman should be able to come in, and it should be his job to lose. Well, yeah, because um, he did like I said, he did he did a more job, and. He won some games, but he had no blocking. And being a buck sixty-five, man, that don't help out either. I, I I would agree with you, uh, Damon. And um, 
some would say that's the same reason. That's that's what got Francois hurt. Is that it? Just was not they didn't protect the quarterback. Well, you know, it, uh, in the off season, what I would have done is recruit linemen, and I think uh, Coach Taggart he did a lot of good recruiting uh, during the time he was he was allotted. But time will tell. I'm 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 trying to get up to the Garden and Gold game uh, on April the 14th and see what what we have to offer this year. Well, I tell you, um, spring practice this year at Florida State should be very interesting. A new coach, new coaches, new system he's putting in. I'm sure it's going to be some um, some twists and turns that a lot of guys are not familiar with. Coach Tiger's probably going to run his practice like like they've never seen because they've never had him as their head coach. So uh, it's going to be very interesting. From what I understand, he he works his guys pretty doggone hard. At one point when he was at South Florida, the team complained about him working them too hard. So I'm sure he's going to um, – He's going to probably get some of that same complaints at Florida State, or maybe that's this team is ready to be worked hard and um and put them and put back in a position where they could be champions. Hey, Damon, we got to take a quick commercial break, but I want you to hold through, man, so we can talk a little bit more about this uh, Willie Taggart FSU football team. Hey, guys, we'll be right back after this message, after these messages, with more Sports Info UM on TheVoiceAmerica.com. Internet flagship station for sports. Voice America Sports. Sports continues to grow and evolve to ever increasing prominence in today's society. On All Around Sports, host John Inglesby will connect with the leading newsmakers from the sports world, including players, owners, and fellow sports journalists, discussing the top news and events that are relevant to sports today. John will also report from and offer his experience of the world's top sports events. Tune in to All Around Sports with John Inglesby on Mondays at 1 p.m. Eastern Time, 10 a.m. Pacific on the Voice America Sports Channel. Okay, sports fans, here's your opportunity to discuss football, America's favorite sport. On an annual basis, millions of people attend, watch, and listen to football, both pro and college. Ray Ellis Sports, an internet talk radio show, was developed with the fan in mind. Join host former Philadelphia Eagles and Cleveland Browns strong safety Ray Ellis on Voice America Sports every Tuesday at 1 p.m. Pacific for exciting, interactive football discussions from the fans' perspective. Tune in every Tuesday at 1 p.m. Pacific to Ray Ellis Sports right here on the Voice America Network and let's talk football. Do you love sports talk? Can't get enough sports talk? Have we got a show for you. It's about the NFL training camps, Super Bowl previews, a look at the new starting quarterbacks, and weekly key injuries. We'll take your calls and emails right on the air. Former Philadelphia Eagle James Loving is your host, and you never know who'll drop by for a co-host spot or an interview on the spot. Tune in to Loving That Sports Talk with James Loving every Wednesday at noon Pacific time 3 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Sports Channel. Become our friend on Facebook. Post your thoughts about our shows and network on our timeline. Visit Facebook.com forward slash Voice America. You're tuned in to Sports Info UM with Daryl and Sam. 
Call us today at 888-346-9144. That's 888-346-9144. Or send us an email at sportsinfoun3793 at gmail.com. Now, back to the show. And welcome back to Sports Info Um, Hey, we got Damon on the line talking about the FSU and Willie Taggart, new FSU football team. How's it going, Damon? Welcome back to the show. Hey, thanks for having me. Yeah. And and, and you were saying earlier before we got out of here that you you think that um um that Blackman should actually be the starter coming into the spring practice because he was a starter at the end of the season last year. And that's your view yes, on this. And, and he's, he's gotten, he's gotten um, better as the season went along. But, you know, you, you got to give him a chance before you can uh, crown Francois. But I, I like Francois too, but black man has a stronger arm to me. And, and he's got a swagger and, about him too, you know. Young kid coming in, throwing his first touchdown, and he can take hits. Proven. I think that's definitely proven because Florida State's offensive line proved that to us the whole season. You have to be able to take a hit (laughs) playing for Florida State last year. Please, they put they put Francois out for the season, and some of those licks that Blackman took, I was wondering if he was going to be making it through the season. Man, I'm telling you. Oh no! It, it it scared me, man. But because you got you got uh, JJ Constantino, he, he's he's uh I don't know, he's on the edge too. But he's not mobile. But that's that's what they're looking for, right? Especially with this offense that they have have going right now, everything's up tempo. Yeah, so, everything uh, is. I'm curious. And you know it's really so unusual now with these quarterbacks, and almost all of these teams have to play two quarterbacks because they run their quarterbacks so much. You know, some of these quarterbacks run the ball more than running backs, and uh, in a situation, I think Florida State was headed that direction with Francois. He had turned into a quite quite a bit of a mobile quarterback, and Blackman, when he became the starting quarterback, he ran the ball quite a bit too. So it might be room for two quarterbacks at Florida State. Well, I'll tell you what, at, at, uh, Alabama's rumored to uh, doing that now since their uh, national championship game. I, so. I could definitely see that for, without question. I could definitely see them going to a two quarterback system. Uh, and you know you've heard, you've you heard some stories about um, by the quarterback uh, at Florida at Alabama. He's going to have to be a running back. Well, um, and we've heard the stories about uh, Lamar Jackson. He's going to have to be a wide receiver. Now, are we going to possibly see something like that with Blackman? Maybe he turns into a wide receiver, or Francois. Maybe he turns into another position. Or do you think both of those guys or one of those guys would transfer before we see something like that happen? Well, I, I, I'm going to take you back. Anquan Bolding, he was a quarterback. Well, one of athlete, he, he turned into a wide receiver, so it, it, it can work. So, and if you want to go to the next level, you you got to get on the next level. And, and you're right. You know, and Anquan Bolden was Mr. Football in the state of Florida and yeah. as a quarterback. And uh, he was a, a dynamic quarterback and athlete 
in the state of Florida. But when he got to Florida State, uh, he changed his position and uh, and went on to be a Pro Bowl, perennial Pro Bowl wide receiver in the NFL. So I I would have to agree with you there, Damon. Yeah, in order to get on the field, you got you do whatever means necessary. Yeah. Yeah. Hey, well, then we're going to get out of here, man. But I uh, don't be a stranger, man. We're here every Monday night, 8 to 9 o'clock. Right, Talk about thanks sports. Thanks for having me. Hey, thanks for coming on, man. We appreciate you. Don't be a stranger. Take okay. care. We love it, Damon. Have a good night, man. Take care. Hey, you know, uh, you know, Damon bring up some very good points. You know, Anquan Bolden was a, was a super quarterback in um, – in the state of Florida before he went on to Florida State and never played quarterback at Florida State. I don't know. Maybe he was back up to the backup quarterback at Florida State. but uh, And maybe at this time played one or two times a quarterback. But his primary position for the Seminoles was, um, was wide receiver. And we constantly hearing this about Lamar Jackson and uh, about Lamar Jackson, the Heisman Trophy winning quarterback. They're talking about him being a wide receiver. And I just don't – I don't see that. I think this kid is definitely a quarterback. This kid probably hasn't played wide receiver in his entire life. So how in the world can we expect him to be a, a good route runner or without some serious training? So I think Lamar Jackson, uh, I think he's going to be somebody's uh, quarterback. I think he's going to get drafted. I, I I don't see why he should not be drafted in the NFL because I think the kid is good enough to play. Uh, play quarterback in the NFL, and and you know um, I was was the quarterback um, who played for Pittsburgh Steelers for a while. Um, he, oh man, his name just by, bypassed me. But he says he's having some problems now with his health. Can't think of his name right now. Yeah, but thanks, Damon. We appreciate that. Yep. And uh, the Bears are constantly con- we, we, the Bears are on the list. For this kid, Jarvis Landry, you know, and I really think Jarvis Landry is a is a star in the making. I just really think that guy is a star in the makings. I I I don't see why in the world the Dolphins could ever think about getting rid of um, Jarvis Landry. I think that guy's just that's and that's just my opinion. You know, this um, the Dallas Cowboys are asking the wrong man to take a pay cut. You know, the Dallas Cowboys are telling telling Dez Bryant. He he's not worth the money that he's owed. You know, Des Bryant is locked in for a couple more years on his contract, and the Dallas Cowboys want him to take a pay cut to renegotiate his contract. And I just don't think Des Bryant is the kind of guy that's going to do that. You know, and Des Bryant, hey, here's another guy who is he, he's no spring chicken. These guys are not willing to to give up money when. When they're when they're not, you know, this is it, it, he's not playing quarterback, and he's not twenty one years old. You know, Des Bryant is in, in the latter stages of his career, so you can't blame him at all for not wanting to take a pay cut. And it's just a matter of time before he's going to have to tell his team, "No, I'm not. I'm not willing to um, to give up my money." When we look at players like. Like Jarvis, uh, like um, Kirk Cousins, who's getting ready to get a big time payday, and uh, Jarvis Landry, who's probably getting ready to get a big time payday, and uh, Des Bryant has to be looking at this thing like, "Hey, this is my last payday, so I can't. I, I, I really have to take advantage of it." 
and uh, and I, and I can't blame it one bit. I, I just really, I really can't blame him um, one bit. So, um, Des Bryant, hold to your guns, brother. I think you're gonna get everything that you want. Yeah, you know, it's a big story about this kid, Shaquem Griffin, um, linebacker, uh, played at University of Central Florida. And Shaquem Griffin um, has uh, one hand. Well, um, it hasn't slowed him down. If anything, uh, he's proven to the world that he's legit. Um, he's a and, and I saw this kid play at 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 Central Florida. I live not far from um, from uh, from Central Florida. Um, he did 25 reps uh, 20 times. <laughs> I did 14 when I was in college at at the combine. 225. I did 14. He did 20. Uh, he ran a 40-yard dash, and um, you know, if I'm not mistaken, I saw where his his 40-yard dash was under 44. Uh, I think it was the fastest of all linebackers at the combine. Um, so, you know, I think that that's that right there is definitely going to get him drafted. And and I'm going to say this. Um, when I saw this kid play in college at University of Central Florida, um, it was no question that he can play. You know, whether we look at him as being a, um, a, a, a person with one hand who can play or he is just a player. And I'd, I'd, I'd only put him in the category as a player. I wouldn't necessarily I – wouldn't, I wouldn't think about the, uh, 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 the lack of one hand – because I've seen this guy deliver some blows. I've saw him intercept passes in college. So um, I think this is going to be very interesting um, to see how how well he does in the NFL. And his 40 time was a 4.38. Wow. Uh, I, I, I'd beg you to see. I, I, I doubt if we have six running backs in this year's combine that run a 4.38. I seriously doubt if we have six running backs in this year's combine that will be able to run a 40 time, anything less than his. Hey, we got Red on the line. Red, what's going on? What's going on, Daryl? Thanks for having me. Hey, man, loving life, man. What you think about uh, Shaquem uh, Griffin, this kid from out of Central Florida? Yeah, running I heard a four three eight. That, that kid, that, that's that's a homeboy, man. He's from my hometown. Oh yeah, St. Petersburg or Hillsboro? Yes, sir, he went. He went to Lakewood High, man. Wow. Yeah, man. And and, and, and um, he got a, he got a, he got a brother that's already in the league, and um, actually he could have came out last year. I mean, he he was uh, uh, it was guys looking at him last year. You know what I mean? But they didn't want uh, they didn't want to compete against one another. The two brothers didn't want to compete against one another. So he told his brother, "You go this year, and I'll, I'll go next year." And this is easier. Well, a four three eight. That's definitely it. This is definitely his year, without question. Yeah, there's a whole damn lot of running backs ain't running no four three eight, man. I mean, wide receivers too. That's wide receivers too. I didn't even think about that. I, I, yeah, I would beg you, too, it man. I'm be watching six. wide receivers running four fives and four sixes and, and stuff like that. But these were big guys. You know the big yeah. wide receivers with you know like. You know, with a big body, you know what I mean? They don't necessarily need the speed, but just the same, man. He's faster than all of them guys, man. You know? Yeah, and he's no small cat himself either, though. 
You know? No, not at all. I mean, but where would you put him, though, man? I mean, he 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 really could be a big badass safety. I think he could be. You know what I mean? But he's 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 a he's a legit linebacker. He's a legit linebacker. He's I mean, a legit he's linebacker. Nah, he's a legit I, I, linebacker, but you know what, man? He liked the pass rush, man. He liked the rush to pass him, man. So, I mean, that's what, that's the reason why I asked that because, I mean, for defensive end, he is smallish. But that kid can run the pass, man. He made fools out of out of some 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 pretty decent tackles. You know what I mean? I mean, they, they just say they didn't play anybody all year, but they played Auburn, man. I mean, Auburn had a, uh, a couple of pretty good tackles, man. Yeah, yeah, them guys look bad, both of them. Yeah, and and you know, um, the thing with this kid though is he's going to be able to come into this league right now. We got linebackers actually covering wide receivers. Don't don't get it twisted. They have to cover wide receivers because yeah, they have to. you know they they, they have just to. can't they, they can't they can't afford not to. They got to you know, change yeah. so many yeah. players. You know now we Offers we find linebackers they getting smaller. They have to be as well. Yep, linebackers are getting smaller. They looking like safeties. Out, what was that? How about all these running backs coming out, man? I think we got to get one. We got to get one. There's no question. You guys have to get one. You know, yeah, and I, I, when I say I you guys, I mean the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. You know, I had my eyeballs on Le'Veon Bell, but they went ahead and franchise tagged him today. And I, I feel bad you know for him mean? to get the franchise tag like that when he I'm deserved sure, fifty million dollar contract. I was sure they was going sure to pay him. You know what I mean? But I mean, if they didn't, man, we got. We got like forty-five, almost fifty million dollars under the cap. We got some money to spend, you know. So I don't know how attractive that would have been to him, but uh, playing here, but we'd like to have him. Tampa Bay has to go out and spend some money on a running back, man. And I mean, you may have to spend some money on two running backs, but uh, you know, necessarily have to be the first pick. I don't. And matter of fact, I'd rather not be the first pick. You know what I mean? I'd rather not be the first pick. I'd rather have that that tackle from Notre Dame. I really would. I really would rather have that tackle from Notre Dame first and, and, I mean, get us a running back, and after that, just get defense. I, you know, I'm going to tell you something, man. I really think that running back from Penn State is something real special, and I think somebody yeah, – Yeah, I mean, really, he, he, he's spoken for, man. Browns, Browns are somebody getting him. You know what I mean? I hope I'm so, like because I hope round. the Browns about, don't take a quarterback. I really hope the yeah, Browns don't. The second round, man, because cause, cause this, this draft coming up, man, is running back rich, man. It ain't just that dude from uh, Penn State. And uh, a lot of people talking about Nick Chubb. Nick Chubb going to be a good running back. But it's another running back that's on his team. On his team. On Nick Chubb's yeah. team, yes. Yes. Kid number Michelle? one. I think his name is um, Jackson. Michelle is bigger than, uh, he, he's bigger yes. than Nick Chubb. Right, and that boy run the ball hard, man. I mean, yeah, he uh, does. I think he's gonna be a good back in the league. I think he is. I, I think it, um, what, what's his first name? His last name is Michelle, but I can't think of his first name. But yeah, he uh, is gonna be a standout running back yeah, in, in I, the I, league. I forget right now. It slips my mind right now too, man. I just remember he Michelle, but uh, he's a he's a he's a big bad back, man. I'd like to have him. I mean, that's like a dream pick of mine. I got right now. Hey, well, Red, we got to get out of here, man. It's been a great show, man. A lot of fun, and we had a lot of good people come on. I really appreciate you coming on, talking about Tampa Bay Buccaneers and, and football yeah, as man, it's going to be interesting these next few weeks coming up, man. There's a lot of moves being made. A lot of people getting moves. A lot of people a getting moves. Michael Bennett, maybe. Richard Sherman, maybe. Earl Thomas, maybe. Uh, 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 
what's his name, Tyrone Matthew from the Cardinals, maybe. You know what I mean? So a lot, at a lot of people too, yep. man. It's a lot of free agents gonna get moved, man. I'm telling you. Hey, Red, we gotta get out of here, man. Thanks for calling. Thanks we for gotta get out of here. It's always good. Hey, we'll be back next week with more sports information and more sports information on the Sports Info UM show on the Voice America Radio. Thank you. Have a good week. Thanks again for listening. Daryl Oliver and Sam Sword will be back again next Monday at 5 p.m. Pacific Time, 8 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Sports Channel for more Sports Info UM. We'll see you then.